You are currently listening to one half of the greatest tag team of podcasts there are out there today. Once you get finished with this great episode, go on over on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Google, even over on YouTube and check me out, Ted the Hillbilly Hill of the Hill Truth Wrestling Podcast, award-winning, critically acclaimed, number one in Antarctica, and I'm going to break down the bad guys, the villains, the heels of professional wrestling. And always remember, there's the real truth, then there's the heel truth. Welcome to the Wrestling Fan Sunday Takedown, and this feels really weird because I am here, my co-host William. How you doing, bro? Uh, I, I think I survived everything, so I, I'd say I'm okay. All right, and we have our other co-host, Carlos. How you doing, brother? Good. Just good? Muy bueno. The guy, the guy who's been holding the show down for the last two weeks, Carlos is here. Yes, guys, don't worry. I'm still well, here. We- we had to put your ass to work somehow, you know. <laughs> I'm used to white people putting Mexicans to work. It's it's gonna. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you always seem to try to like instigate something that we do to you, but no, we don't even go there. <laughs> uh, so it, with this week going forward, you're usually uh, the one that throws up the first monkey emoji. So I wouldn't. You're the one instigating too. So. That's don't play all, don't play Britney Spears here, dude. We all we all know you're Taylor hey, Swift. Hey, I own it because you know I'm the one that created the banner. You know, much like this one. You know, this is Carlos's bad monkey nacho cheese popcorn segment. So, and Carlos is always going to own that. By the way, so are you in Canada now? I was like, are you know, was... <laughs> hey, <laughs> right, eh? <laughs> right? You know, you know. Yeah, sure. No, that actually, I think, was uh, trademarked by Ted the Hillbilly Hill because he was always saying, you know. <laughs> but uh, first and foremost, yeah, it's been a while. Um, we, I actually came back Wednesday night on Carlos's space, but uh, today we, we're actually back in full force in some capacity. Um, but I do want to take the minute to say thank you to all the prayers and the well wishes everyone's mentioned. Uh, many of you know us personally. We went through a little bit of a family emergency the last couple of weeks. So um, thank you for everything and the support that you all shown. Uh, also a big thank you to Carlos and Brian for taking the time to help host the show while we've been away as well as Chris Haas. And didn't you have one other person? Yeah, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah, Sarah Golding, Execution 84 on the X app. I want to wish or say thank you to each and every one of you for holding up the fort while William and I have been gone. So 
we appreciate that and appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, today's episode's just going to be a random. I didn't really have much in place. I, although the funny part is the one time I actually watched most of the week program is the one where I don't have much to say. <laughs> well, I did have a little bit to say on Carlos's when I didn't see much of the wrestling. Go figure how that worked. But um, You, you got you, stuck in your own head. That's what happened. I know. That's weird. Well, we still got a lot going on personally, but, and you know that cause you're dealing with a lot of it at home anyway. So, yeah. but uh, were you able to watch much of it this week? Will I got through everything except for battle of the belts. Um, overall, I thought it was an incredibly solid week. Uh, I, I, I like the fact that they're giving as much attention to sky blue as they are, but I think they're focusing way too much at this point. Like they could be spreading some of that around. Well, there's there's other women in the division. Come on. Well, like I, I don't know. I, I I think they did a great job featuring uh, a couple others, but not necessarily all on Sky Blue. But there there is a main part to that story. Uh, Carlos, what's your thoughts on this week's programming? Well, you know, I as a good as a good wrestling podcaster watch all the programming, you know, because you know I should do my homework. Who am I kidding? I have no life, <laughs> so <laughs> no. But uh, I watched it. I thought, I thought, I think SmackDown, and I think the thing about SmackDown that makes it so good is that they do have a lot of stars on there, and so I feel like it. To me, it feels like man, they got to fit everybody. They got to try to fit everybody on here. So I think SmackDown just flows better because they only have two hours. I thought SmackDown was really good. Um, I again, I thought Cena's speech was really good. I thought all the programming was really good. I thought uh, Mystico and um, and um, Rocky Romero killed it on Rampage. I was amazed by that match. Um, again, that's like that's the same guy who wrestled in WWE Sin Cara. Like, you got to be kidding me. Um, I guess I just funny. Maybe he just can't handle the bright lights of WWE, but um, that match was amazing. I thought all of it was really good. Only thing for me that was kind of I, I even watched Impact. I watched most Impact, and they they cooked too. I, if you look at my banner thing, this is Will Osprey wrestler of the year. Um, him and Mike Bailey absolutely not, n- n- knocked it out of the park yesterday. Um, it was a good week for wrestling, and I think, and I, and I really liked, I, I really liked, um, I really liked, I liked a lot. I liked um, Collision a lot. Battle of the Belts was good. Uh, this, the crowd was dead. I'm like, do they? I'm like, do they think they're? Did, I'm like, do they think they're at? At uh, at Arthur Ashe, they're at, they're like at a tennis match because they would only like clap for like the intros and that was it. Um, but no, it was a good week for wrestling. How did you feel about the LA Knight uh, Paul Heyman interaction? I thought it was good. I think, uh, you know, I, 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 it's just kind of, hmm, it feels kind of like, like they're trying too hard, I guess. And and, and to me, uh, I thought it was good. I just don't, I don't know why. I just, I feel like Roman should have been there. I just, I don't, I don't know. What, what was your, give me your thoughts and I'll, I'll bounce off of you. I would actually have to agree with the fact that Roman should have been there for that. If they were going to elevate it to the point that they did, it should have been elevated. Yeah. And for me now with Triple H being in charge, I hope I hope that he like makes Roman come to work more or just utilize the dates. Like it doesn't make sense for especially like for for um for for like you know and it didn't make sense why was the why wasn't the rest of the bloodline out there with with Paul Heyman. To me honestly, I I this whole storyline for me just isn't cooking because to me I I I wish it was John Cena. I wish I wish they were giving John Cena that 17 title reign. 
I think they were given something in their lap with John Cena coming back, and I think they should execute it on it. And I don't care if the fact that I, to me, like for all that John Cena's done for wrestling, I think that he is the I think he is the greatest of all time, just because he never left. He didn't leave like The Rock. He kept his word. He's tried to come back and give to the fans. He's he hasn't got to Hollywood yet, to where he forgets about the WWE universe, and for him to like keep coming back. To me, like, and then, and then he had to carry the product at a time where it was PG. I mean, to, to like, to go, to do all that, to have that WWE banner for, for, for what he does for make a wish, especially like to me, like John Cena should, should like, I, uh, there to me, like right now, it should be John Cena defeating Roman Reigns to be the 17 time champion. Even if the Hollywood strike got, they got called to Hollywood the next week and he dropped the belt to Cody or whatever. Like, I'd be okay with that because to me. Sometimes you got to, you got to right the wrongs, you know, and Triple H is doing that with so many things right now with me. That's one thing I feel with the programming. He's trying to, he's trying to make up for all this lost time for the women, but it's like, he's putting all this stuff on, on too much for these wrestlers. And it's like, just do it slowly and try, instead of trying to make up for all this time that Vince took away from him. Hmm. So about two or three steps, maybe per program, instead of trying to take 50. Exactly, you know, and and is that and that's just, just too much. Like I get that you want to try to get these women on TV, but at the same time, you have so many other stars that need to get on here, you know, and and it's like just and just give it more to them. And that goes back to the sky, like your 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 comment about Sky Blue, you know, and we we can get into it more too. But that's one thing for me. It's like. Like when I was watching Collision last night, it's like you had Miro who just defeated Will Hobbs. And again, he went over on Will Hobbs at your pay-per-view and you have done nothing to follow up on that besides his dumb storyline with his wife, which is doesn't, doesn't again, it's stupid. It's a stupid storyline, but yet you're going to, you're going to waste all this time on sky blue. It just, yeah, they're not, they're not, they keep losing the momentum of people and they need, they need to fix that. And it's like, they're trying, they're trying to do a sky blue, but it doesn't make sense because after she lost her match where whoever she fought for the title, I think it might've been, um, I forget the last time she got a title shot, but she like went on. She lost like matches for two months straight, and now she's supposed to be a big star again. It just, it just, there's no, there's no flow, and they need to just. And I get, but like, it's, I think both companies are trying too hard, too fast with some things, and it's, and a lot of stuff's getting lost in the way. Yeah. I know I went to twenty different directions with that one question, but yeah, we can, we can, we can, we can break it all. We can break it all down as we talk about the shows and stuff. But yeah. I was going to say, did Tony Khan write your script today or what? Hey, wow. <laughs> well, you know, I just kind of wondered because I think Carlos pretty much covered the entire podcast. In two and minutes. we're done. Thank you, guys. <laughs> like, I'll be like Excalibur. I said it all in two minutes. And we're yeah. done. Well, yeah, once in we, we can, we can, we can make this. Hours, we can make so. this a YouTube. But this can be a YouTube short today. Well, <laughs> well at least he's not going to make us sit through six hours of unexpected material. But that's true. So, you know. <laughs> Oh my god! Like I want, I, I haven't looked. I haven't looked at the Ring of Honor tapings yet. I'm like, did he record two hours? Ring. Hopefully, he only did an hour Ring of Honor today for those poor fans. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, to do to do your your collision two hours, Battle of the Belts one hour, and then fucking Ring of Honor right after. Oh, well, I'm, I'm assuming. I'm assuming. I'm hoping he only did an hour before because that would just be brutal. Oh yeah. There's <laughs> there's no way in hell. I think Bobby Cruz would probably want to smack the shit out of him too. And then of course, yeah. you know what I noticed after the show that we went to, a whole bunch of people on there complaining about the lack of fans and whatnot. You weren't there. Yeah. You have no idea what we went through. It was traumatizing. <laughs> well, you know, the problem is, is so talk about your guys' experience for real quick about just so go into more detail about what your experience was at the event. So I didn't realize that you went with them, Will. Oh yeah. Yeah. William was there, same with Sarah. And Sarah, right? Yeah. Yep. 
Yeah, all three. I saw Sarah, and I I didn't see William on TV. I mean, I wasn't just looking close enough. Oh, there was a guy in front of me that was constantly holding up a sign, mm -hmm. standing up. Yeah, like I'm surprised you could even spot any of us because the. Well, I saw you when Ricky Stars coming out, and you're making that sour face, like you just shit your pants. Well, that was my happy face. Huh? <laughs> I'm like, you like, and that's what I'm like. Show some respect for Ricky Starks, damn you. Oh, I'll show you respect when I give him full moon. You know, I'll give him the solar eclipse right there. I mean, lunar eclipse. I mean, minus a couple of a couple of slip ups, they came out, they did collision, and they did a bang up job with it. I well, just we weren't really expecting that Ring of Honor thing afterwards, and it just seemed like it was just killing us towards the end of the night. Well, the start time changed too, which yeah. kind of threw us all off because that that had to make it one hour earlier than what we planned to leave camp. Yeah, which made it already tight enough as is before that change, but the no, I thought I I loved the entire event. I just don't know if it was really worth staying there for what was it? Almost we were in that arena for nearly what five six hours. We entered it, I think three thirty. Three thirty. Yeah, we entered at three thirty, and we left like literally at nine thirty at night. And <laughs> I'm just sitting there thinking, what time did it start? It it started at uh, four. Was it four o'clock or five? Uh, four thirty. Four thirty. Yeah, they did. Yeah, because we they did, did our two bonus a, matches. Yeah, we had a dark match just before we went live. So yeah, we didn't. the The first match start. The dark match started at four thirty. So an hour after they started letting the fans in, we were literally we were literally there at three thirty in our seats and everything. And so, you know, to wait an hour just for the first match to take place. Yeah, it, it was a little bit long, in my opinion. <laughs> I, did I, they tell you guys and did they tell you guys we're going to film two hours of Ring of Honor afterwards or what? They didn't say anything until Tony waddled out. <laughs> yeah, they, they waited till they waited till just right before the dark match to let us know what they were doing. And I'm like, oh. Tony, this is terrible. So, so back to what I said, you know, people sitting there complaining online about how fans are getting up and leaving and not really behind it. Well, God, man. In, in some way, I can understand why the fans left. Um, the problem is, is Salt Lake is more of a WWE crowd than probably an AEW crowd. Is that more than fair? Yeah. And in Utah, we really don't have that big of a following as far as professional wrestling goes. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if you were back in the day able to get cable, you know, probably mostly your old timers back then, they were probably the only ones that actually watched professional wrestling, not the WWF or WWE stuff. So, you know, um, but not very many people had cable back in the day. So it's hard for our demographic to really appreciate the <laughs> appreciate the pro wrestling aspect of professional wrestling, but where WWE has been global for quite some time now, you know, I mean, yeah, that's been exposed almost everywhere, especially when it came to free market TV back then, they would, they were just all over the place. They were on TV, cable, everything pro wrestling was only on cable. And so I think, one, that's what kind of hurts some of our Utah fan base. But two, you know, I I don't think AEW did a really great job marketing this for us. Well, well maybe next year, you know, they could do like 
pay for one wife, the other three get in for free, you know, like, you know. Well, actually, they did that. <laughs> they uh, they actually did a two for one right the last couple of days. I, I don't know if you guys like if you guys heard like and that's the thing I think with the biggest thing right now with AEW is they need they need to get they need to just get their pricing and their their things in line. Because I, I feel like I mean, we were talking about this on the other podcast and let me I feel like they don't. I feel like, and this is a real, I don't feel like Tony really cares about the money for the arenas because he's going into all these big arenas. Like he's, he's more just about putting on the production value. And I think he's more worried about like getting that, the big, you know, um, the big TV rights deal. But, and if that, and I think that's the case, if that's the case, just sell, just sell your tickets for $10 and fill it up, man. Like, I don't, I don't get why he's still like trying to like, like he's trying to show the products hot by charging more money, but it's, that strategy is just not working. And I honestly feel like he's, he's more worried about putting the product on TV. So I feel like he should just do tickets for like $10 and call it a day. Well, at some point though, you, he's going to need to care because the more you don't fill those arenas up and you keep booking them, you're eventually going to lose too much money at some point. And, you know, you, you don't have an endless bank account. And I know that's kind of a poor choice to say with the cons and all that. But yeah, at some point on a business sense, you got to look at, is this really worth keeping doing? Now, if it's not, eventually you're going to have to cut it. And that's my worry for collision is keeping that, keeping those stadiums full. If you don't keep them full, one, you're not even breaking even. That's already the worst part because I believe WWE actually if they break even, it's a good day, but yeah, usually they lose money on the television lives and recordings. So um, that's something Tony really needs to look at on a business sense. But I remember listening to you, I believe while we were gone, where you mentioned that was one of Tony's biggest problems is he doesn't book like a indie promoter. He books like he's big time and, not saying there's anything wrong with that, but right now you're you're not quite big time. Your company's going into its fifth season of television broadcasting. You need to get something to get those butts in seats. You need to promote your events better. You can't just rely off a word of mouth or, or you know, just flashing, say, oh, hey, we're coming to Salt Lake or, you know, we're coming to. And he, yeah, anything, anything, anything. Podunkville, you know. Yeah. And he needs to quit going to he needs to quit going to arenas that WWE was at because like wasn't WWE in the arena like a couple weeks before too? Well, yeah. See, that's the other problem. WWE was at the Delta Center, which is about you know five miles within a five mile radius of uh, the Maverick Center, which is where AEW was. I mean, those are two different venues. The Delta Center obviously held more and actually had every seat filled when we went to Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. Where a Maverick Center is much less. I think we're talking like a five to six thousand individual seat. Yeah, it's not very big difference. And yet he couldn't even get the Maverick Center filled, which is scary because to me that Maverick Center, if you promote it right, you should fill that up real easy. And that's that's where I agree with some of the things that I read. Like they cut off half of that arena. Well, yeah, that's for the hard camera side. Yeah, I mean that's in. I want to bring that up to to you dumbasses that keep bringing this shit up on social media. I see this on Facebook, X app everywhere. If you don't think WWE did this at all, (laughs) you're fucking wrong. Cause William and I have been to many draws and smackdowns 
not just here in Salt Lake. I've seen it out of state where they have to have one side where they tarp it and have a hard camera side. So don't just don't just. Well, I mean, just like last year when they when I mean when they went to they went to Detroit, they they literally cut off half the stadium. I mean, that's like you know, like they're that's when they do the stadium shows too. Like and like and that's and like like finish your thought. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I mean, that, that's just the thing that pisses me off is they think they see AEW doing this and they're exposing something that AEW is not doing things right. Well, no, it's not that. It's just AEW is not one is has not been around as long as WWE, but two, they're not. St- they're still working on growing. They're still working on growing. AEW, I'm not saying isn't gonna. I can't really guarantee they're going to be in business in five years or more, but you can't just base their business off the fact that they had to tarp off a section for the hard camera side. So, like, so, so to your, to your point, do you think that they should have done like $10 tickets just to get people to come in and see and experience the product? I think they could have reduced the price greatly. I mean, one, yeah. like I said, you're not a big time show, but two, you're, you're in a venue where it doesn't seat as much. So, the high prices are definitely something that probably could have looked at because when we went in and saw that what seats were available lower than what we were, we seen seats that were way closer for the same price what we paid for. But mm-hmm. but I think the thing, that people, I think the thing people need to realize too is a lot of it's Ticketmaster, you yeah. know, and so and that's what people don't realize is like a lot of it's Ticketmaster in the way they do, the way they do the pricing because they're trying to get more money too, and so. And that's the thing people need to realize. It's, it's not just AEW. It's Ticketmaster. Because if you're a smart fan, like when I like when I just got my tickets for when I just got my tickets for Collision in Oakland, I bought them on the presale, and I got I got and I got the second row for eighty six dollars. So again, if you got if you're gonna wait around, yeah, you're gonna pay more money because that's how it works. You got to buy them the day of the event, and that's how you get the cheaper tickets. Because once all those lower seats are are sold, they're gonna go up in price because that's that's the that's 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 how we're ticket max ticket master works you know so you got to buy it the day of the you got to buy it on the pre-sale yeah if you can never get in the pre-sale do it don't wait don't wait because chances are it's very rare you're going to see prices go down unless you're paying attention to your local radio ads that are promoting the event where you can get the tickets free by winning some weird contest but very rarely the tickets go down as it gets closer the tickets go up so you want to get right on top of that. Plus, you're able to choose, get your seats where you want to be. So, what do they what do they call that? The what's that called? The pricing call? I forget what they call it. Uh, God damn it, I can't remember. It's some kind of premium. Premium, yeah. But that, that's but that's what you got to realize too. It's easy. It's easy just to blame the company, but it's also a lot of it is it's 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 Ticketmaster and the way that they they do their premium seats or whatever they call it. I forget they call it, but it's like because even when I went to SmackDown and I forgot how cheap I got my tickets. When I went to SmackDown, I got my I got my seats in the hundred section for forty five dollars, and and then it was plus fees and everything else. So everything it all came out to like sixty dollars. And I bought two tickets because I thought my uncle would want to go. And then and then um. And then, and then by the time like it came around, they, the tickets were in the in the two hundred were selling for two hundred fifty dollars, and because they had no seats left, and so and then so the ticket the prices they went down as it got closer. But I, I ended up selling my other ticket because my uncle couldn't go, and I paid for both of them. You know, so it's like you know if you're a smart fan, you believe in the product too. You can always always you know sell your tickets. Buy the other thing I would tell you too as a fan 
is buy it, buy them on the pre-sale and then buy, buy the insurance. And then if you can't go or something happens, only thing you're eating the cost of is, is, is the price of the insurance, you know? So it's like, you know, so it's like, and you're going to save more money that way than waiting later on. And then you only have premium seating, the premium seating, that's the premium, premium seating left. And you're paying three times the price because you didn't just buy them during the pre-sale. And and a shout out to record, you know, if you if you're on if you're on X, just follow Wrestle Tickets, and eat, they'll most of the time they put the pre sales on there, you know. Or if you're a fan of the, of the product, they will usually send you an email when your area. So you just gotta be a, you gotta just be a more a more um kind of just plugged in fan. But it, and it's not even being like really proactive because it's just if you buy them the day of, you're gonna get cheaper prices. You just gotta understand the way the business model works. I mean, again, because we were saying no, they raise their prices, they raise their prices, and it's like yeah, but. I got, I mean, I just, like I said, I got second row seats for $86. Okay. So again, it's, 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 it's Ticketmaster is just as much as the AEW. And one thing I will go on a positive with what our experience was, I, I didn't think there was anything bad about it other than, I don't think we needed to be to the arena so stinking early. <laughs> Yeah, yes, we got to remember if there's only 3,000 people, you don't, you're not going to get, you're not going to wait a long yeah. to get in line. So yeah. you guys left here early. Well, yeah, no. But you're used to, you're used, you're used to WWE where there's 10,000 people. So I, I get it, you know? Oh, yeah. But usually if you wait a little bit, it, I, w- I will say this about the Utah arenas. They're actually pretty smooth sailing as far as getting us in and seated. So I don't know what it's like outside other than Colorado, but. We we were able to get in seated right away. So yeah, I just wish they'd change the seats. Yeah. Did you guys? This, when people when people were leaving, did you did you, they let you guys move up if you wanted to? We could. Or you have, guys don't even try. We could have if we wanted to, but based on our view, I don't know if you saw what our pictures on when I posted on Twitter. We didn't really have that bad of a view. No. Right? Yeah, it was pretty damn good. So there was no sense for us to really change seats. I, I think the only other thing that TK could have done with this uh, to make it a little bit better was just cut down on the amount of matches for the Ring of Honor. Yeah, for me, I there, think there was a lot of really fast matches that were just pointless. I, I felt bad for Eddie Kingston, though. Yeah, he he, he, he was he was the finisher for Collision and the beginner for Ring of Honor. Take are it. you kidding me? No. Oh. <laughs> you can't. Why? I, I I looked at that. I'm like, oh god. He got as long as it took them to change out the gear on the ring and in the arena. Yeah. For a break in between. Yeah. I I looked at. I was watching it. Did, did, did they let him smoke a cigarette in the ring? <laughs> did someone bring him a smokes? <laughs> oh, I'm just sitting there thinking. God, I can only imagine what he's thinking in his head right now. I'm like, God damn, Tony Khan, what the fuck are you thinking on this? And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> but no, I mean, if, if you're a hardcore wrestling fan, it was it would have been a great show. I, yeah. I just... I, but I, I, th- I, I think am, to like what... You, go ahead. I am a little disappointed with our Salt Lake crowd not having... I think a lot of them were just there to be on TV. I think that's pretty much what the most part is is they just wanted to be on AEW but the real live us but, real diehards we stayed and you know i mean the crowd reaction that did stay was awesome so it, yeah it was we we even had a local show up we did yeah we did yeah we had a local wrestler we that was in the lo- ring of honor we had a local independent pro wrestler marty God, i'm trying to remember what his last name was 
I I don't remember. He was a good wrestler though. He took oh, Marty Marty the Moth. Like he used to, he used to wrestle on um he used to wrestle on um he used to wrestle on um Lucha Underground. Oh yes. He wrestled in Hilico, I believe. Yeah, it was. So yeah, it was fun. Hello, Trisha. Welcome to the uh so yeah, I mean other than that, I the only thing I would have said said is uh, Salt Lake, please. If you're gonna attend a show, at least show some support to these guys because they come out all this way just to put on a good show for us. N not just support, but respect too. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean if, if you really didn't want to be here at the show, don't come. Exactly. I I was a little disappointed with that part is there's so much wrestling to put on and that's what kills those ring of honor crowds i think uh, right after collisions done you know yeah. it's, people don't want to stick around for it and i think ring of honor should be shown a little more love but in fairness i think they need to find a way to they need to keep those they, separated well they need to separate but it's also but it's, but just to let you guys but to counter it, to me like you guys got to remember though it comes down to the fact that they're already paying all that money for that arena they're already there I get why he's filming it there, but it but it doesn't feel like Ring of Honor. It feels it feels like AEW Dark Light, you know, and that's and that's and again, it's one of the things where it's just from a cost point. I get it, you know, it is what it is. I mean, it's they could even they could even give like a one or two hour, you know, break in, in between. In, yeah, just two different start times on the same day. That's a smart idea. Another thing that would be awesome is just, you know, I think it's time to get Ring of Honor exposed better. I mean, I don't think having an honor club is really doing them any favors, especially at 10 bucks a month, you know, unless you're going to start including the Ring of Honor pay-per-views with it. I just, Which I think they are. I think they are. I think they're starting. Or are, are they? Are they going to go to that model? I now? thought I, I thought that's what I read somewhere that it said that this new one, the next one's included in it. Oh, oh cool. Well, actually, why don't we uh, why don't we kind of talk? But about just really quick to what you guys said, I think also if they just book stronger matches, and that's the one thing where Tony Khan needs to quit. He needs to quit protecting the win loss records and just start booking these guys to win or lose. And if he was booking stronger cars, people would be part more into it too. Yeah, that would definitely help. And he should have used. And he should have just. And if again, if and then like you're saying, if it's if it's if it's a crowd that's not familiar with the product, he should have used more XWWE guys on the Ring of Honor side of it. You know, that's what I would have done. Or promote it better. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, exactly. Yeah, but you know, it's, yeah. Don't but that's and he, that's what he needs to quit doing. Like like here in here in California, he just he went into an arena that's that it's that that's going to be that WWE was at and this, I think Encino, California. So he couldn't even, he couldn't even start promoting it till after, after the raw. And it's like, why would you do that when you have so many other arenas to go into? It's like, he, he quit trying to be like, you're never going to be WWE dude. Like just accept it. And again, we love ring we love AEW. You know, we're, we're all fans of the product, but you're not going to be WWE. Just quit worrying about trying to go in their house and go somewhere else to where you can promote it more. You know, it just makes no sense what he's doing. Well, I think, the mentality I think he's in is if he gives more pro wrestling in one, one shot, it's going to be better, which it's not. I mean, you're going to get the fans not only disinterested, but they're going to be tired of it real quick. We need to, again, separate the shows from each other. Mm -hmm. One, I wouldn't be having Ring of Honor titles on AEW or AEW titles on Ring of Honor, just like Ted the Hillbilly Hills mentioned a couple of times. He's flat out pointed that's a big problem right there because you're not keeping brand identity separate. And if he works on that part real quick, well, 
if he works on that model, that will be one of the biggest things that will help out both brands under his ownership. Or to me, like in like I mean when I when I when they put a big thing out earlier and I like there was a draft thing, like to me, have Ring of Honor just on collision. Like just keep it on collision. Like, and that's the only place like, but keep it off of dynamite, you know? Like that's to me, like I would like I would have like even now, like the way it is, like if you're gonna if you're gonna work with CMML or whatever, have 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 CMML New Japan sometimes on 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 dynamite and then make and then make and then make collision just ring of honor and then if you have triple a people but like keep them separated so they each have a flavor because if you're gonna all the fans know they're, they're filming it the same day so if you're gonna have it show up on tv have it only show up on collision and then that way you could have that's the way to have champions on collision as well i wouldn't be as far as toying the idea just get rid of rampage and put ring of honor in friday slot <laughs> I, I think that would make it a lot better to be honest. So, but you're still going to, you're still going, you're, but you're still going into the fact that they're going to film. They're still filming it in the same. They're still going to film in the same arena, you know? So it's just, he just, he just has to decide. Like I'm honestly, to me, it, it just comes down to brands. He needs to do brand splits, you know, and that's it. And just be like, if you want to see this person, they're only going to be on collision and ring of honor. If you're going to see this person, they shouldn't be on dynamite. Yeah. But look at the roster on ring of honor compared to AEW. Wouldn't it make more sense to have Ring of Honor as a one-hour spot on TV? Oh, I agree. Yeah, like and my, like I said, I'm not. I'm not arguing with you. Like, and that's like I'm saying that's fine. You know, like that's if you want to film it with that, then do it. You know, go ahead. Like, I have no problem with that. Yeah, that's the direction that you would go with, in my opinion. Because that's what I don't, and that's what I understand either. It's like, and then it's like. I think I, he. I think he feels like he's trying to get people value for their ten dollars by doing a two-hour show, and it's like no. If you just give them a one-hour show with better matches, I think I feel like they would feel like they're getting their money, you know. And then just once a month, do a show and and just do one, just do a show every month in in freaking in uh Orlando at the Universal Studios and just call it a day, you know. It doesn't. He's like he's he's over he's overthinking it and he's to just dumb it down. <laughs> Are you guys still there? Yeah, we're just waiting for you. Um, oh. <laughs> Excuse no. me. Oh, you're good. <laughs> I just got to tease you. No, uh, I, I was on ADD shit, and I was looking at something else. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Uh, <laughs> no. Well, we talk about uh, Im- Impact. They announced last night, right after their Down for Glory pay-per-view, they are going back to total nonstop action. In case anybody missed that news, yes, Impact is going back to the TNA label. And thank the Lord, because I'm sorry, even when it was Impact, I was still calling it TNA. Uh, What's your thoughts on that, Carlos? Tits and ass, baby. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Yeah. No, No, I thought that was probably one of the best moves they've made is bringing back the old school company name. And I thought they did a really great job on their pay-per-view card last night. Uh, what was your overall thoughts on it? I thought it was really good. Like I thought, like I, I fell asleep. I, I'm going to have to go back and watch like the last match. I, cause I, I fell asleep. Wait a minute, wait a minute. He said he was the top notch podcaster taking notes and he fell asleep. Hey, uh, 
What the fuck? Hey. Uh, hold on, monkey. Do we do we usually cover <laughs> Impact Wrestling? No. So I watch all. I watch all of AEW. I watch all of WWE. And for extra credit, I was doing Impact Wrestling. So don't even go there with me. Uh, uh, hey, look at Trisha's comment there. I've never gotten to go to a show. Wisconsin sucks. Hmm. We need to hey, hey, listen. AEW, you should go to Wisconsin. I mean, that's I mean again. Go yeah. to go to a, go to well, a new market. If they got an arena for three thousand people. Go do it. Why not? Well, what the hell? She she's been dying to come back out here to Utah. Anyways, you might as well just move out here, Trish. Yeah, we've been getting more wrestling shows than Green Bay. I think lately. <laughs> so, of course, I think that's more action. Green Bay. Period. Of course, they have one of our guys there. So, poor Jordan Love. <laughs> mm. So, uh, but anyways, um, sorry, finish your thoughts on Bound for Glory, Carlos. But no, I just, so the, the whole time I'm watching it, and again, this is, and I guess it's just my perspective. I'm, and again, just, and just being honest, I'm like, if the rumors are true about NWA, like, you know, and they're getting, they're getting to be, they're getting to be on a, on a CW and I'm, I'm, and I'm watching Impact Wrestling and I'm like, man, this is such a good product. I'm like, there's no reason why. If, if I'm, if I'm, you know, I, I know that they're owned by Anthem, you know, but it's like, to me, it's like, if I was them, I, I would be trying to get on another network too, even though for them it's good content, but I just hope, I just hope they get more eyes on the product. Cause it's, it's really good. I mean, that their, 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 their presentation, um, their loyalty of their fans. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, it's just, it's, it's a special product. It really is the fans who are there. They're loyal to the product. They cheer every match. They, they keep the energy going. Um, I just think I just think overall the wrestling business is stronger than it's ever been right now, and and I think that it's and I think it's it's good to just see so many people eating. Um, I just I thought overall I just again I thought the opening the first couple matches were amazing. I mean, you when you had I thought um, Kenta and um, I, and what's I can't and then I'm trying to mind fart here. Um, what's the who did Kenta fight? I forget the, Chris Saban. Who I, I love that big nose motherfucker. Um, <laughs> like him and Saban, and then then ABC versus the versus the Rascals. That was awesome. That was a good match. And then Osprey and Bailey killed it. I mean, I was like, I mean, it was like, and then I know the rest of the show was good too. It's like, if they can do that, there's no reason why they can't they can't they can't go and um and and get bigger, get more eyes on the product. It's like if NBA is getting that, why can't they be bigger than they are? So. I just I'm excited for the product. I again I'm I to me and I was thinking CM Punk should go there. You know, like go 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 and and re and and uh, fix your image. You know, and, and humble yourself and and go and 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 go there for a while. But it's like they're cooking, man. I was I was pleasantly surprised to see that Josh Alexander did not win the title back. So I'm I'm I think it's cool they kept on Alex Shelley. Um, this is maybe what Kofi Mania should have been. Um, you know, but uh, I, I I was surprised by that. But it was a pleasant surprise, and I'm glad to see that it looks like Trinity is going to be sticking around there too, because I think that she's doing a lot for that product there. Um, I just thought overall it was a win-win. They're very, they have a lot of riches right now, and again, I, I just, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what they're going to do. I think the rebranding was a lot better because when you mentioned Impact, we're like Impact. Even when we do our questions, people like Impact Wrestling. Even when they answer back, they say TNA. So I think it was a smart decision to go back to total nonstop action. It, it makes all the sense in the world to me. I have to say one thing that kind of shocked me last night was watching Jordan Grace get that victory over Bully Ray. That was uh, very impressive. 
And that's the thing too. Like people need to question on Bully Ray because yeah, does he maybe steal some? Does he maybe you know could spot be the bed? The guy sells. The guy knows what he's doing, and he put over a, a girl yesterday. So again, give the guy his flowers, man. He's he's, and again to me, I feel like kudos to them for utilizing him because just like Jeff Jarrett on 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 AEW, I feel like Bully Ray still has a lot a lot to give to the wrestling business. And if these other companies don't want to utilize him, kudos to Impact for utilizing him because the guy is money. But let's also. Uh not forget we also saw sunny kiss in there too that was a pretty awesome moment between sunny and bully ray doing the what's up <laughs> so but i i just thought at the same time this is like you know i think they were trying to cheat they were trying to cheese that cm punk might be there and so then they get people study kiss instead but again but it's the right crowd to do that because if it was like an aew or w crowd they would have shit all over that but impact wrestling they're gonna they welcome all and that they're and i think that's one thing about impact fans that they're just grateful for any talent they get there because you know they, they're excited to see it you know so i i again i just i like i like the atmosphere I, lo- I love the fan base. I'm a fan of the product. Um, you know, with us, I switched to YouTube TV, so it doesn't it doesn't come on no more on YouTube TV because um, we I used to watch it on um, on um, Dish. But if I'm home on a Thursday, I definitely put it on. You know, because I, again, it's a good product. Well, aren't they also? Aren't they still on Access TV? Yes. Yeah. So we have that with Envy Streams, and I'm not gonna. I'm not going to complain because that's been a real benefit part of having it. Yeah, but for me, like, with the only thing with Envy Streams, you can't record stuff. So that's the one thing where if I'm not home, I can't watch it. Well, be home, but, bitch. Well, <laughs> okay. Well, before with direct, well, keep keep liking my quick, keep retweeting my post so I can quit my full time job and live off of X. You know, people, please, so I can watch more <laughs> wrestling. Um, and then become the meme of the guy sitting at the computer with you know finer pounds. You know, <laughs> but uh, but um. But no, um, but no, it is what it is. And again, I'm again for the pro- I'm not, you know, it's, it is what it is. You got to do what you can. But I just, if I work on Thursday, because I used to have there, I just I forget. I just don't have, you know, we only have, so there's only so much product to consume. And I usually, I'm, I'm going to consume Ring of Honor first because um, they got Ethan Page right now. But no, it's just a really good product. And to me, I, I the whole time I'm watching the two, I just kept thinking, I want to know why, why AEW is not working them with them no more. Cause I think that's another forbidden door that could be open. You know, there's just, they have a lot of good talent there and I would love to see them fight. I, I want to see, I want to see uh speedball Mike. I want to see speedball Mike Bailey versus Brian Danielson. That's a match I want to see. I want to see speedball Mike Bailey and that nasty Leroy. <laughs> oh Jesus. Did, did they have a match before? I think he said that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would love to watch that too. Uh, stiff, stiff central. <laughs> <laughs> You said it, not me. Uh, anyways, no, I I thought overall, I think Impact now TNA put on a really killer pay-per-view last night. And for anyone listening, I really, really want to just echo the statement that's said by many pro wrestling fans. I think that's one promotion that really could use some love. If you don't have access to Access TV or the channel Access, See if you can find it somewhere in your streaming package or whatnot. Because again, but not just but not just that. I mean, they're always they're doing deals. I mean, they're they're a product that wants to be out there. Like if you listen, if you listen to Conrad Thompson's, um, you know, all of his different twenty thousand podcasts. Like they have promos with Jeff Jarrett. They have promos with different people where you can get Impact Plus, you know, at half price too. So, um, if you have the extra money, I mean, to me, I look at this like, and this is something I want people to look more about the wrestling business. 
like if if you know one of the big one of the big things that you hear you know especially like at Christmas time and everything else is is support small business you know well the same the same should apply to wrestling you know just like buying an independent wrestlers t shirt you know going going on pro wrestling tees you know like go go spend five dollars a month you know instead of buying another WWE t shirt you know go go get that money to Impact Wrestling and 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 watch their product on Impact Plus you know because that's you know to me. You're doing a lot more to help the business with that money to spend on that than buying another WWE t-shirt, you know? So box off. <laughs> are, you, are you done? <laughs> Before you interrupt any more thoughts? <laughs> I was just going to say, just make sure you're aware of where your favorite promotions are on the programming, if you can. Just try to support them. Give them a chance, you know, whether it's Honor Club, Impact. You know, GCW, if you're into GCW stuff, I know it's a kind of an unpopular, some popular deal there. I mean, you know, WWE, you can find it anywhere already. NWA, I kind of think some people could give that a little bit better chance too. I, I like the fact that Billy Corgan's got a kind of a expanding game plan in place here. It looks like he wants to try to bring back the territories, which I would love it if he could do that because that would definitely get some more opportunities out there to all the talents and whatnot so uh but yeah i i would <laughs> i would definitely love to see new japan hit the u.s a little better than what they do because i feel like we get i feel like we're getting all the talent but it's only because it's like a last minute deal for like some of the promotions like they're not able to fill a card and it's kind of a surprise, but nobody knows who they are. I think if we had a little bit better exposure with the new Japan, with all this talent, I think we'd get more interest in not just AEW, but with TNA ring of honor. So, uh, before we go any further, do you have any final thoughts there, Carlos? Like just again, just support this product, you know, support the wrestling. And again, if they're, if they're coming to town, you know, it's like, go see them live, you know, like, especially impact. Like it was, it was cool to hear that they sold out or I should say TNA. Now it was cool to hear they sold out that arena, you know, like just support these, these talents and like give these companies, you know, yeah, just, I, I agree. Just, and that's one thing I miss about, I miss about, you know, um, AEW dark because, and I guess they're doing, they're doing it now with, 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 but only, but only on Saturdays when they used to do AEW dark at dynamite, um, they would bring a lot of the, a lot of the homegrown talent in, you know? And so that was a cool thing with me. Like when I would go like, when I'm in like reading the local ads in Sacramento, I'm like, Oh, I know these people now because they were on AEW. So I just think that that's a good thing that AEW is doing for all this different shows. It's like, they're just giving their, their, they're allowing all these talent to be seen. So just go support these guys. If you see them on AWTV, if you see if you see them on ring of honor, you know, if you see them at impacting and they're at a local show, go support these local promoters too. Like I just echo what you said. Yeah. And in the future here, we're going to be looking at uh, switching some things up. I'm going to hopefully get. Okay, Vince. <laughs> time to shake things up. He said that shit to you. And well, God, he's he's got to make sure he's the center of attention. Dude, he called you. He called you, Vince. He's got to be Mister Center of Attention on every little fucking thing here. I swear to God. But anyways, <laughs> so, uh, but no, we're at some point we would me, love, me, 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 me. We would me, love me, me. to start promoting all the independent wrestling promotions as well. So, um, if you're an independent 
wrestling promotion listening to this podcast, please don't be afraid to get on my DMs on X and see where we can help promote your uh, show events everywhere. I don't care if you're here locally in the U.S., Canada, Mexico, New Zealand, Iceland, or uh, Antarctica is Ted the Hillbilly Hills, the number one. Mexico, spot. come on. Shout out for my people, damn you. I said Mexico. Oh, okay. You dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> Way to pay attention there. Oh, I forgot. I, I, I must have saw a mirror. You know, it's all about me. So I got lost in my Yeah, brain. I was going to say, <laughs> you're dashing Carlos Estrada. <laughs> so, so yes, if you are an independent wrestling promotion, please hit me up in the DM. You can see me there on my X app handle, the at WF Insight Podcast, or you can even contact Carlos or Brian or Heather and let them know, give give them the word to give to me. So and just echo what you said too. If you're if you're an independent wrestler and you're listening to this or you see us on X, you know, and you want to come on and, and talk about yourself or you know, talk about how you got you got into wrestling and promote your things. Like if you listen to our things, Leroy always does it at the end of our things when he joins us. That's a, you know, we we'd love to do that as well, too. And if you know somebody that would love to have a shot at being interviewed, we'd love to take that opportunity and interview them live here on the Wrestling Fans Insight, whether it's on Sunday Takedown or Carlos's space on Wednesday night there on the post-AEW Dynamite show. Um, but I don't really have anything else more to talk about. Will, you got anything? You're looking at me like... How about that direction off? of Trick Williams? Oh, yeah, go ahead. That was it. That was it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> hey, Carlos, do you have anything else to kind of finish off for the day? Oh, Carlos again finishing off. God, what's you? What's new? Just kidding. <laughs> I, again, I just I wanted to just give a shout out to Mystico. I, I think that you know, again, um, seeing how well he wrestled and on Friday night, I was like, why didn't we get this in WWE? But again, I and again, I just think I want to just give a shout out to Tony Khan for that too because I feel like you know, like I was thought the thing was like, damn, Tony Khan's finally flexing, flexing his muscle. You know, as far as um, as far as you know, like putting his foot down and, you know, because the thing is if you don't follow the wrestling business, AAA and, and CML do not get along their competitors. And so I just thought it was cool. The fact that Tony Khan kind of flexed his muscle about what, about what the promotion is and, and, and got mystic mystico on, um, on rampage. And if you weren't listening, the thing they said was that, um, it helped, it helped to, um, to help them sell tickets, you know, so, cause they're in Texas. So, I just want to see more of that stuff, you know, like you like we're talking about building the wrestling business. For me, I would just love to see more things where he's flexing his muscle to get, you know, to get these other promotions on TV, you know, and, and putting it, you know, and I don't, I don't think AAA is going to quit, going to stop working with them because they had Mystico on there. So I'm just kind of excited to see how that all shakes out. Because again, to me, like, I love to see, I love to see the wrestling business eating. And for me, getting to see the wrestlers make a, make a living and, and do what they love to be passionate about just makes me happy. And we will be back again Wednesday night for Carlos's WFI post AEW Dynamite show. That will be. So I think we're gonna just rebrand it to 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 um, Wednesday Night Chaos, and then we'll just put at the end, you know, AEW WWE talk or something. We'll, we're gonna we'll work on that. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Now Carlos is just changing as we're recording. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Feel free to join us Wednesday night live here, either on YouTube, Twitch, or our Facebook page, The Fans of Pro Wrestling. Or if you want to interact with us in the conversation, 
go to the X app and spaces and go find Carlos. Uh, Carlos, what's your Twitter handles? At C to the LOS 77, also at Conquer the No. And then also you can find me on um, Instagram at Rainbow Goodness underscore. And I also want to shout out our other two teammates who aren't with us, but Heather, you can follow her at Bama Girl underscore number four underscore EVA, Bama Girl Forever. Also, Brian the Hype Ballard, who was here with Carlos last week. You can find him on the X app at the Brian Adkins. Also on YouTube at Tap Out Talk, who does a really great job with reviews on special events and premium live events slash pay-per-views. William, I know you're not on the X app much, but you want to give your handle anyway. I do see if I can remember this. At William Hoppy 8. Oh, very hard one. So, <laughs> he'll, he'll, follow you, he'll follow you back eventually if you go. <laughs> hey, he's, he's actually a one-one ratio now. He's 68 and 68. So nice. We need to get him to 69. Come on now. <laughs> That's never gonna happen. <laughs> but anyways, you can follow me on the X app at WF Insight Podcast. Also check us out on our website, wrestlingfansinsight.com or the fans of pro wrestling.com. Um, also, you can check us out on uh, Twitch. You can find us there under the. Oh, gee, that sounds convincing. <laughs> Why does he always got to have a side comment? I swear to God. But you can find us on Twitch at the Fans of Pro Wrestling, on YouTube at the Wrestling Fans Insight. And that's going to wrap it up for our segment. I do want to give a few podcast shout outs Jim at the Fan in the Van, Jim and Garrett, who do. Is this a. <laughs> you okay there? No. <laughs> Jim and Garrett over at Steel Until Talk. Uh, Garrett also goes with Jalen on Two Dude Sports News, 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Today we laughed and learned. Chris and Deb, who do a wonderful job. If you're ever planning to travel to Las Vegas, I really encourage you to listen to Visit Vegas Places with Coil. He does a really great job there talking about the local Las Vegas businesses. Austin Boyer there at the Wrestling World. And also BC Hunter, who does Wrestling with the Truth, but also Wrestling with the 80s. Uh, Carlos, do you have any shout-outs to give? Yeah, I want to just shout-out... Um... I want to shout-out um, King Reezy, not that nasty Leroy. Um, everyone else who joins us... Um, you know, usually on Wednesday nights, just thank you guys. Um, Tony Tornado, I think um, I'm drawing a, drawing a blank here. Um, Chris. Chris Haas, thank you. Um, and then also just the Sage Up Network. You know, we're proud members of the Sage Up Network, you know, um, listening to us every – and then everybody there, um, Jones and, and Willie and um, Rip. Straight and then tipping. Straight Tippin'. Um Royce, you know, the Sage, just everyone there who's supporting us, you know, um, we think, we know, we, we, again, it's a good community. They're helping us grow. They shout us out. Just again, we're proud members of the Stitch Up Network. Just thank you guys for having us, you know, and we just keep on building together. All right. William, do you have any shout outs to give? Mm, I don't know if you would call it a shout out, but just a big thank you to everybody for being so supportive, understanding and patient with us, especially me lately. I've had a rough run of, over the past couple of months. So I just really appreciate everybody sticking around. Thank you. 
All right. Well, without any further ado, we don't have Chris Haas. So we're not going to do our normal outro. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to call it good. We'll talk to you all Wednesday night. Have a great time, everyone. Uh-huh.